This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? The Connected Experience where we take two people from the same walk of life who went down different paths, who don't know each other, who need to know each other, so we connect them. And it's been a minute, man, since we had two guests in the studio at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's yeah, been a long time. Yeah, because we've been doing them interviews, though. People want to hear the interviews. Hey, Matt, they calling us journalists. I wrote that. And I then you just wrote too. some shit. So you <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really, you know what I'm fucking saying? journalist ass. So uh, you got a book pick of the week? I don't, man, because I've been reading the book, but we done talked about it 10 fucking times on here. It's, so it's, it's taking you a minute. Yeah. I told you, though, that like I ain't just about to be speeding that. through that shit. Yeah. And then the thing is, I've been applying that shit, right? Yeah. Just to see. I, I seen so though. when he said some shit like, uh, like, Women go do what they want They just want your assurance and shit Like some shit came up And I was like Well you, you know That's what you want to do So that's what you should do Did it work? And it was like Like I said Do what you already said You was gonna do Like yeah, it worked, it worked. Yeah, yeah I'm shit. reading a uh, book uh, No I ain't even gonna talk about it Till I'm done Cause I've been yeah. applying Some of that shit too yeah. Oh that but, shit you told me about Yeah but I yeah, do got dope. something You need to know Uh the the video camera as we know it today was first used on April 14th, 1956. Ray Dibley, Charles Ginsburg, and Charles Anderson invented the camera with the ability to record both sound and images. The rate for a camera back then was $75,000 U.S. dollars, and camcorders weren't introduced until the uh, mid-1980s. Now so think we, about that. Think yeah. about that. Because now we're recording on phones. Phones, uh, iPads, all that shit. So... April 14th, Some of these 1956. Recording off their glasses because they tell it all niggas and yeah. it's like small fucking cameras. You feel <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, a type of recording devices. Yeah. But that's the, now, the reason we talking about uh, video cameras is wow. because we got uh, we got two guests today. We got, and they both they both call with the camera, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, obviously, you acknowledge that. Yeah, so we got uh, Swigs who coming from Inkster. We did yeah. a lot of work with Swigs back yeah, in the day. Yeah, we don't yeah. get into that. Yeah. And then we got your homeboy who, did you know we was twins, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my guy, uh, VC Beats, man, uh, he from the city. You from Finkel, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't forget shit about a nigga. So I know him because I don't know if you remember this. When you interview, you just asked me that one day, like, hey, man, you think I can get an interview with Freeway? And we talking about the rapper up at uh, Puffer Reds and shit. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And then I was, he was like, how you going to do it? So then I was like, just he was sitting on like the leather couch when the leather couch used to be in the middle. And when they came in, I'm like, just come with me, bro. And remember that shit? You yeah, remember yeah, that I shit? Remember that. Yeah. And then later on, I seen it when I was in the city. He told me, like, was that one of your first big interviews or some shit? It, it was one of, yeah, it was yeah. one of the uh, big interviews that I did, man. I was happy to get that. Yeah, and see, uh, I, I told that story because, like, what we really want people to understand is we really live by the mantra, I want for my brother what I want for myself. I didn't know him before that. He just probably seen me in the store and recognized, like, this guy might have a little pull because just how I was moving around and shit. So we asked, and that's what we just was telling him off air. If you want something, bro, just ask. Somebody go, just like a nigga can say no, a nigga can say yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I know you got what it takes because you ain't know me. Like, you just like, hey, man, I'm trying to get an interview <laughs> with this nigga. It ain't like that's my favorite rapper or nothing, but I don't know how another nigga feel about him. So right, that might right. make a nigga career, his life, his day, and then of course we got Swigs. Now we know Swigs because Swigs is actually from, well we call him Slim, yeah. you know what I'm saying but he from oh, the uh, rap group Grim Reality, they from Angster, Michigan uh, only white boys who was doing it period when yeah. we, you know yeah. what I'm saying like, what, you, you've been rapping uh, you, so you, uh, the Rat Pack uh, all of them, he come up in that era with uh, yeah. Leaves of Changing Colors, what's, what was the Seventh Nation and all that, what was yeah. they called, the Forest Dwellers yeah. he come from around that area but what he did for the city though is he dropped these these compilations back in the 2000s uh, Ink Town's Illest, and then it, it, it made it all the way to what? Volume what? Three. Volume yeah. three, but, but volume, volume two, two was, I think that might have been the most talked yeah, about one. one period, because volume two had everybody on the cover mm -hmm. with their face, you know what I'm saying? I remember when we took the cover, I put my chain in my mouth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, he, they was responsible for that, and Grim Reality made a lot of noise. They still making noise. I don't know, it's Grim, not as Grim Reality, though, but Swigs is really doing a lot. I see you've been and in the studio. Legendary yep. fucking... 
Halloween parties. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Where did that shit used to be at in Westland at that UAW? Yep. Them Halloween parties used to be fucking crazy. Yeah, Everybody yeah. come through rap. Uh, what I can say about Swigs and the music scene is Angster is he ain't never had to pick a side. Like that. Like a lot of people had to pick sides, whether you was from Saigon, Gardens, across the Ave, across the, the, the Road, or the East. You kind of had to pick a side. And what I noticed about Swigs is he ain't never had to pick a side. And I felt like that was always cool because you one of the only few motherfuckers that ain't had to pick a side. Like, right, you know what right. I'm saying? So, so let's get into what you got going on right now before we actually get into the topics. What you got? What, what's what? I've been seeing you in the studio with some legends. I've seen you in there with Dice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. just dropped a song with him. Oh, so you're working on some new material. You got yep. an album or a compilation? Uh, album. Album. When, yep. uh, what's the album going to be called? Uh, dedicated Medicated 2. Okay, okay. Yep. So, so you 420 friendly? Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's your favorite strand? Um, I'll be honest, right now I'm not smoking. I quit for a while because I, I had to get my things together, my financial situation, and I'm trying yeah. to buy a house and my yeah. job and everything. So I've <laughs> yeah. been laying low. Yeah, well, so, I smoke for you, my nigga, and I but, smoke Blue Dream. I, I was a thief of motherfucker. I like the Gorilla, Gorilla Glue. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I fuck with it all. Like I said on the show previously, I smoke some regular. I don't give a fuck about no right. name. A nigga calling it what he want. So uh, what's the projected date for the album? Um, I'm hoping for like July. July. Yeah. yeah. July. How yeah. many tracks? Uh, probably like 10. So out of the 10, how many features? Uh, I don't have a whole lot. I got Dice. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to do one with Rush. Yeah. And uh, a few cats from Inkster. Yeah. OGN. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Rush, he talk about Rush Murder. That's uh, some of y'all favorite Detroit artist's favorite producer. He coming straight out of Inkster. I don't know if y'all knew that. I mean, I know if y'all know him, y'all know that. But when you hear that Rush Murder uh, on, before the track come on, that's just like saying Inkstown. You know what I'm saying? I love when I turn on that shit and I hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? I be at work mm-hmm. telling niggas like, no, nah, bro, he from the town. That nigga from the town did this beat because we so Inkstown because it used to be hard to get on the, uh, the Detroit rap scene. And you a yep. little older than us. So just give us some of your, and you white. So give us some of your experiences like when coming up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for us, with Inktown, you know, it was kind of like we had like Taylor, Westland, Garden City, that area, Inkster. We had that on lock. And then uh, you go to Detroit and like nobody knew who we were. Yeah. And nobody cared. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we had love for Detroit, though. Hey, you know what I think it is, man? Like, uh, like this just being a thousand percent honest is because traditionally excluding Eminem, the, the rappers who make it from Detroit are white. So, like, when I mean make it, I mean, like, ICP, Kid Rock. All of those people had caught followings in the city. Eminem didn't, and those people did. So by the time y'all was coming up and we was coming up, to be honest, I just feel like they just didn't want to see that shit no more. You feel what I'm saying? They like the next motherfucker who make it out of here got to be one of us. That's not a bad thing per se, but that just closed some ears because the thing is y'all had a heavy caught following in them areas you just named. Like a motherfucker would be a hater to say that that wasn't true. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like at that time, like they feel like, the work they putting in and the work y'all putting in, they feel like it's our time versus your time versus not just caring about the music because music is music. What I like and what I'm going to support and what I'm going to buy ain't what the next person go support and what they go buy. That don't got nothing to do with race or nothing. If I see a motherfucker putting in work, I'm fucking with it. Now, if the music ain't what I listen to, I just fucked with it once, but I fucked with it. <laughs> you right, feel right. what I'm saying? Right, so right. I think that's kind of where that failed because just from being from Inkster, we is we had like the same issues because we not from Detroit. Not right. put being white on top of that. You feel what I'm saying? Like just just add that to the pot. Like they don't even want to hear us and we look just like them at one point until they see oh these motherfuckers everywhere. And I'm pretty sure once they start seeing you more places, it kinda got easier. Like, all right, I seen them on the east side uh, yeah, and then yeah. I seen him on the west side. Damn, this motherfucker, you feel what I'm saying? Because how you throw a party and it's packed and then <laughs> go to a, somebody else shit and motherfuckers turning their back. Right. Like, like you ain't even up there rapping. So exactly. we, we definitely understand that. So you you doing some production on the album also? Um, I'm not, but I got a kid. He did yeah. a, uh, some production. Yeah. Uh, other beats I bought off uh, basically online. Yeah. And uh, Pigpen, I got him doing some stuff down river. Yeah. Uh, the one with Kid, though, I think that's going to be a banger. Yeah, I seen you in the studio with Kid. Kid, yeah. our guy, we actually interviewed Kid, and he brought KDZ, and that shit turned out great. PC uh, was here that yeah, day. PC that was, was here. here. That was the dog-ass interview. So, if y'all ain't heard that one, go back and check it out. That's the uh, Still Stuck in My Ways. That's the title of it. We got Kid. 
KDZ they was telling us about uh what was the record? Uh Sicker and then that shit came out and that shit was a banger, like you know what I'm saying? I can't wait for the visual on that. Yeah. Uh, you did the Ill Flow magazine with Mark Kemp too. You was a part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. How was Mark Kemp doing? Uh, he's doing good. He's still doing the same thing. Yeah, still making you know uh, distribution. And he doing should all be that. like Empire, how Empire is right now. Like I really feel like Mark Kemp should have something like that. Right, we need now. a line on him. We, I bet yeah, you, we he need got to, have to talk him about. Yeah. Yeah. I think be, he's doing good though. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. He, if y'all don't know who Mark Kemp is, y'all, I don't know. Yeah, they who's never pressing got no CDs shit. pressed up. For you feel real. what I'm saying? You go to his house and is everything you ever seen anywhere. He got the master to that shit because he <laughs> pressing it up. And DNS people like nationwide, like you was looking at Murder Dog and see a motherfucker album and mm-hmm. go over his house and he like, oh yeah, we did the promo on that. And it's like, damn, that's crazy. You know who Mark Kemp is? Nah, I don't. He, well, in real life, man, he used to manage Eminem back in the day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Uh, anybody you could think of who really sold physical records, KDZ, all of them, he pressed that shit. You feel what I'm yep. saying? He, uh, what was this shit called? Real to real, yeah. Real to real productions or uh, distribution or some yep, shit. Distribution, but it was right in fucking uh, Ferndale. <laughs> he ran out of mm-hmm. his house. I think he actually got that business from his father or something, right? I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I just remember him saying something about his dad one day. So, uh, VC man, what, what you went to? What you up to? What up, though? Um, basically, right now, uh, I started off the year getting back into video production. Um, that wasn't really my plan, but <clears throat> the way things kind of just lined up, uh, I was asked to come to the Dilla Day celebration, and um, I actually got the opportunity to work with Jay Dilla's mom. And, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and do a, a video interview with her, so that was cool. And um, after that, uh, I released the interview that I did with Payroll um, Giovanni this past summer. I released it uh, to coincide with the release of his uh, Def Jam product. And uh, Big Boss in Volume 2, yeah. I think. So that was cool. And that was, like, <clears throat> one of my biggest interviews to date as far as uh, view counts and stuff. And um, actually, the the last thing I just released was an uh, interview with uh, Bun B. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen that. Thank you, thank you. And it, 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 that wasn't nothing but the grace of God because they was trying to shut that down so hard, uh, you know, our security be. So yeah. I was glad to actually get that opportunity and uh, get that wisdom from them. But um, on the side, um, I've been uh, working on my uh, solo release, The Exorcism. Uh, I got about seven tracks. Um, I'm actually going back into the studio next week uh, to finish polishing up some more material. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, uh, Music, videography, rapping and beats. Um, Also, shout out to Uncle P and DetroitRap.com. Um, I just uh, participated in my first ever beat battle uh, that was March Madness, um, and I got to play them some track, some tracks. And uh, I took the L, but, you know, it was great to just step out there <laughs> and get that experience, you know, and uh, compete, you know, on the Detroit market and show people some of my work because, you know, a lot of my work, it really don't get put out mainstream. It just kind of stayed between me and my homeboys and, you know, artists that, that I'm that trying to see. That nigga said mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> What's mainstream? I mean, he said out there. He said, yeah, yeah. said it stayed between. Well, uh, just, just all you got to do, dog, is just go a thousand times harder than the day before, man. Like, if you got a good product, you know what I'm saying? It's go, once it touched the right people's hands, like right now it's somebody saying, I need a producer. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. As much as you think you need somebody to rap over your beats or sing over your beats, it's somebody that's saying, I need a producer. So once I bump into this person, i.e. you, you know what I'm saying like Swigs might need want to hear some stuff he working on an album Rush he working on an album like yeah. so you just never know you just got to be able to put it out there like we was telling you off air like bro if you want it like you would be surprised who opened that email and what an email could do you know what I'm saying should have changed your life should have changed everybody's life like and you'd be like damn they got a million followers I know they ain't gonna see my message you know what I'm saying and for some reason they just answer back to your message you know what I'm saying so you just what's meant for you is meant for you basically right. you know what I'm saying so if you walk in there with that mentality as what's meant for you is meant for you then you gonna get it ain't nobody gonna be able to tell you nothing different you know yeah what so what we gonna do now since y'all both play with the camera cause Swig you've been doing videos for a long time right yeah, yo, about yeah. what six years, I think. Yeah, and you're getting better too. Like I see the progression, and I like to see that. Like I can tell, like that a motherfucker been working on that crap. So we go get into some like iconic rap videos, right? So we always come with a list, and the list ain't and, and, and go. It's just what we think, and just to get the mind boggling. But uh, we got the impact. We want to know the impact of these videos as videos, not as the 
artists, but the videos and then who they was uh directed by. So we got a Flavor in Your Ear remix, California Love by Pac, Hate Me Now by Nas, Feeling by Joe Oh, Phoenix. And all of them was directed by Hype Williams, if yeah. people don't know. So, like, you would never think that the same person who did California Love did Hate Me Now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or that the same person that did the Flavor in Your Ear remix did Phoenix. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then what else we got? We got uh, God's Plan by Drake. I'll be that by Red Man. You got it bad by Usher and Hot in Here by Nelly, and all of those was done by Little X. But you know what? I got some videos that I was thinking that you did not put. How the fuck you ain't put make them say um, man? Make I just didn't put it on the list, bro. I just yeah. didn't put it on the list. I mean, yeah. my nigga, my favorite <laughs> rap video of all time is We All in the Same Gang. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Children's Story by yeah. Slick Rick. Yeah. That's my favorite video. It then followed up by We All in the Same Gang. So Look, it did hold on, bro. Sipping on some scissor. UGK, yeah, uh, yeah, Three Six Mafia, anything, bombs over bad dad, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? International players at them. That's iconic because that just got those three southern legendary rap groups at the same place at the same time. You can't beat that. And then I got Big Pimpin', but I got Slash Hypnotized because that's damn near the same video. And I think uh, (laughs) Hyde Williams might have did that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. On the West with it. So, so let's get into it. Like, what what make a rap video or R and B video iconic to y'all? Um, I think what makes it iconic is, um, first of all, who's who's in the video. You know, who's who's showcasing? What are they showcasing? You know. like what kind of influence do they have over the hip hop culture? Because yeah. a lot of the, even in today's uh, videography, uh, the videos aren't even well thought out no more. It's just somebody sitting on the kitchen counter. But and that's that's what we put. Like <laughs> I'm sick of all the rap videos looking the same. Yeah, and it's like the people are just so infatuated uh, with you know who they look up to that they just wanna. I just wanna see Little Dirk. Like damn, he really with his <laughs> with his boys in the track counting a hundred thousand. Oh, let me watch that three more times. You know. Know what I'm saying, and then you fast forward, and so is little Ronnie. He's like in the it's the exact same video. Insert nigga. Yeah. And the reason I think, well, I don't know if they consciously or subconsciously doing this because the familiarity in it. Like I'm not even listening to what the fuck is being said. I'm just watching <laughs> yeah. fifty niggas jump around with guns and they shirts off with dope in the kitchen, and uh, <laughs> all y'all gonna go to jail if right. you know what I'm saying. Like because this is the image you're giving, or yeah. if a nigga come through your door, they go just shoot their way through the door because in your video you got 10 niggas with you with fucking assault rifles. And, and me personally, I don't like them kind of videos because I like yeah. to see women, bro. I don't give a fuck like how many <laughs> niggas you got. Like, right. I know one thing. When they made one gun, they made a million. So yep. everybody, I, yeah, I, I, I already think everybody everywhere got a gun. Where the women at, dog? If anybody or, gonna or be topless, that. I want to see women <laughs> topless in there. You not know no what I'm fat saying? nigga jumping around with, with his titties. titties. <laughs> yeah. now, now let me say this, though. I, I do want to say two things about that. Number one, what they doing is they emulating um, the surface level of what they seen in the 90s because they don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? So they're taking what's on the surface, the, the gangster, hyper-masculine, you know what I'm saying, image of I got guns, I got dope, I'll shoot you. I, you know what I'm saying? When you're in the trap. But they're not really understanding where that came from. Now, it's two artists, uh, the greatest of all time, Tupac Shakur. And, uh, uh, as, just uh, debatable? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm with you and, on and, the Pac. And, 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 and well, I say debatable because, again, music is subjective. Pac mm-hmm. the best to you. Why? Because if you come to storytelling, he ain't the best. Brenda's Got a Baby is a good story, right? Yeah. The last verse of your Nobody Till Somebody Kills You can be a fucking movie. Just the last verse. Think That's about cool, that. But you Think got... about if you was 36 and I came to you and I'm 36 and I say, hey, this my cousin. He's 24. Spit that verse. All right. And, and he the spit verse the last hot. verse to your nobody till somebody kills you. You gonna be like this nigga fucking nuts. How do he even think like that? Let me and say that's this. not me saying big better than Pac. Right, that's right. just saying that it's always is 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 debatable. It's subjective. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, it, it is. It is. Uh, you know, I, I was just being uh, uh, biased. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> what I want to say though is, what's the cultural impact? Like, you could have twelve sweet socially conscious artists. You know what I'm saying in the room, but. You know what I'm saying? The cultural impact is what makes you a greatest of all time. Yeah. Now, what I want to say about the music videos is they're, they're emulating the, the surface level of all the gangster activity. But when Tupac 
made uh Brenda's got a baby when he made did the, the trap that I think I so. I think the twins yeah, shot yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you know, you talk about we said the twins, right? The uh, same people who did Menace uh, Society. The, yeah, the yeah. movie. Uh, uh, the Hughes, the Hughes brothers. brothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. remind me of them too. I swear. Yeah. Every time I see they them, actually I from the D, and they left when they was 14 to go to L. A. That's a little known fact. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. didn't know they was from yeah. the D. Yeah. They from the D. <laughs> you know now we know about twins. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, with that being said, when when Tupac made Trap, he made another uh, one. Um, I forgot the name of it. It's, it's, it's one more. Uh, one of these days, I got a bus back for the home age. Locked down in the penitentiary. Uh, that was a thug life song. Under pressure. Yeah, that was under a, pressure. Yeah, that was a thug life song. When he made them songs, and when Grandmaster Flash, I, I, I think that's the right artist. Uh, Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you talk about the 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 what's the, the rap first hip hop song ever. Now, here's the interesting fact of it. When Grandmaster Flash made that song, he was showing the abandoned buildings, the yeah, crackheads. Yeah. He showed all that, and they came in and they gentrified the neighborhood within two weeks yeah. because they publicly put that image out. White people's like, oh, my God, what's going on in the hood? Like, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Tupac said the same thing. He said that when uh, they first – they didn't have TVs before any other war, and the Vietnam War was the yeah, first war yeah. to be broadcast on TV. And, and he that's said, why people were so against. Yeah, they was. They thought the soldiers was just dying peacefully, but no, they get shot in their neck and their head. I mean, just for the there. thought of thinking a soldier is dying peacefully is retarded. <laughs> like, the actual right. thought of that this is war, is casualty. So, yeah. but, so uh, after that, he said, "I wanted to start shooting my videos like that." So, like, if that made America start protesting the Vietnam War when they actually saw what was going on, then if I show was really going on in the hood, then they'll fix it. Yeah, that was the intent of showing the guns, the trap. The crackheads, you know what I'm saying, in the hood, but like the young guys, they're just taking the surface level. I mean, I, I blame the director more than anything because my nigga listened to the video and right. That's why a video saw. director is only worth fifty dollars now because yeah. all you doing is film. That's why anybody feel like they can do it because they're not seeing imagery, they're not seeing, you know what I'm saying, they're not seeing the real. They not the song don't go with the video. Niggas talk about whatever. They still in the kitchen yeah. with their shirt off. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and the song don't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? So I blame the director because, like, I was telling my brother, like, I got a passion project that I'm going to do. I'm going to turn one of my homeboys who died song into a short film. You know what I'm saying? And that's just. Oh, that's your passion project. We discussed that together. I brought it up, though. I thought about it, though. How you think about it? I might not even said it to you, but I thought that. I'm supposed to know. You're supposed to know. When you was listening to the shit and thought that. Okay, yeah. So that's. We're going to turn it into an actual short film about a kid's life. Like, you know what I'm saying and it's gonna be a short film but that's because I'm seeing the vision in my head I'm vision boarding it like videos used to cost so much because it used to be a production Right, like it, yeah, it, it ain't no production no more. It's like you know what I'm now. saying? It, yeah, like anybody got a camera, right? Yeah, everybody, Joyner Lucas, he's still doing some of what they used to do in the '90s with the the storyline yeah. and the. But know, it's falling by the wayside because nobody cares. Yeah, well, don't, don't nobody give that. a fuck about him overall. Like, <laughs> don't nobody. If you say that to like the average motherfucker, they're gonna be like, who? No, yeah. put on that Chief Keef. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and to be real, Chief Keef is who I could kind of pinpoint who started that, yeah, like yeah. mad oh, niggas with sure. guns. Yeah. And, it, and, and and people seeing that it worked for Keef, so and now it just never stopped. stopped. And it, it ain't never stopped. It was so stopped. bad, though. Chime in, sweet. Chief, you had to scared to get off oh, the mic. My, 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 my. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm just, <laughs> what's so good. bad, though? Is Chief Keith probably wasn't even trying to create an image. That's like, who he was. The, right, exactly. Right. That's the people bad don't understand. Part about he it. shot that shit because he was on house arrest and couldn't leave, so he told everybody come over his grandma house. That's yeah. his grandma in living room. Yeah, she couldn't have been home. Because yeah. you you ain't she, right. what's that noise going on? <laughs> it's, nigga, right, fourteen, fifteen year olds with fucking automatic rifles and this nigga grab my liver. Right, right, you feel right. what I'm saying? But and and that's the thing, man. And like by y'all being video directors, I feel like your it start with somebody. Like you can't just ask me to come shoot you a video. Like no, let me get the song first. Yeah, yeah. Let me hit you with a treatment and then let's make that shit work. Because the video director name on it just like. The artist's name yeah, on it. And yeah. if you bring that shit to life, you working forever. Mm, bro, right. this say Flavor in Your Ear remix. Bro, Hype Williams still working. Yeah. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I always like the storyline videos, though. Like, even like uh, Ice Cube, had, uh, Today Was a Good Day. Yeah, That yeah. was like a story. Or uh, uh, Lost Fuck Boys. Renee. Remember the Renee song, Lost yeah, Boys? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was like a cinematic oh, uh, yeah. video, you know what I mean? Like, I love those mini movies and stuff like yeah. that. Right, because but it gives some, you something great to look at. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I love doing those, but sometimes you get hit up by people like, hey, I just want to do a trap video. But uh, you know why I think that is up. too? Because the shit's not on TV no more. Like, video is yeah, really, right, really yeah. not on TV. So, like, people you don't, don't have think to watch of, what yeah, you, don't want. you don't have to watch what you don't want. So, actually, the type of videos that we're talking about are out there. They're just not coming from artists that we was like, that we would. Be yeah, uh, yeah. check it for because like in my mind Nipsey Hussle shit is a streets is watching type of album yeah like, that that's not like when I hear his songs like I see the whole vision. what I could see as my vision like yo this could turn into like a streets is watching where it's not actually a movie but and this generation don't know nothing about nothing. they think streets is watching is Jeezy first mixtape yeah right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know so, who did a really good uh, uh, short film uh, payroll. With that, uh, they uh, just released this a couple weeks ago. No, nah, this, no, nah, not that. I didn't really like that. No, no diss, but uh, it was. Hey man, it's not a diss if you <laughs> don't like something from somebody because it's all based on opinion. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? We all like basketball, but you don't like whatever team you don't like. If a right. motherfucker get mad, like bro, you sound crazy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't make me like them, or that is. It, if you watch that shit five times and didn't get shit out of it, that's cool, bro. Right. It's all right to say this wasn't for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. ain't for everybody, right? And, and it, it, it was the uh, ah, I forgot the name of it. It was the first off the first big Boston tape, and uh, it was like it was him and Murder Pain. And they oh yeah, yeah. When they at the end they came. Yeah, they walked yeah, into yeah, each yeah. other at the yeah. hotel by yeah. a coincidence. Yeah, I thought that was real written. And when I'm not gonna lie, when I see a movie produced from Detroit, I expect it to be terrible. I expect yeah. the sound quality to be. Hey, off. you from the city, my nigga? That's bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I ain't from the city, and I don't expect that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I expect the opposite because I know like how serious motherfuckers take they work now some of them be trash as fuck yeah. but i know when i see certain actors like i know if i see murder pain and something he take his craft as being an actor so serious mm-hmm. he can't attach his name right. to something like that so it's all about same thing with the directors like when you see certain motherfuckers directed some shit i can already tell you how it's gonna be you know what i'm saying and but when you see sir like when you see a denzel movie i bet you know denzel go act his ass off in it you might not like the movie though and yeah. murder pain he just one of the people i look like that from the city Sino, a great actor yeah. you know what i'm saying damn what's my uh the other uh young dude he be in all the movies too the nigga with the braids you oh play, yeah, yeah, he yeah, take yeah, his yeah. shit serious. You feel Martell, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Martell, he take his shit yeah. serious. Them boys can be in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. they take the shit serious. Well, well, I more so meant the technology is better now. Yeah, so yeah. you can produce those Hollywood kind of film. Back then, they just had the you, <laughs> the drug dealer would get the best camera that he can afford. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they would just shoot. It Affordable just equipment yeah. is what <laughs> fucked up the game. Bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Affordable <laughs> studio time, all of that. With, with, yeah. If if a nigga rapping and ain't never had the buy his own eight dats or dat tapes mm. then he don't know nothing about the struggle to me you know what I'm saying because <laughs> when shit start getting digital and all of that that's when the game start fucking up yeah. because now today I could make a song I could wake oh, up I, at 8 I, I could wake up at 8am <laughs> I could make a trash ass song shoot a whack ass video upload that shit and by 8.30pm I'm a fucking mega star yeah. and, and that's, that's the game right now that's the game that's what you're watching so like I really love when people like take the craft serious because people don't even really really understand it's a craft like video directing is a craft it's an art to that shit like you see I hear words and paint a picture you, you painting a picture with your words and then I hear it and if you if you doing a treatment like p- these people don't even know what a video treatment is and that's right. sad like mm-hmm. if you call a video director and you're like well what's the treatment gonna be and they like oh I, I would treat, treat me cool yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. treat <laughs> me <laughs> good you know right. what I'm saying but like it's it's something about a treatment because when we shot the video for uh, lose control the remix us uh, guy named Stan shot it you know what I'm saying and we was a uh, it was a treatment and all that. Like, even for when we shot I Bet, like, we had the ideal in our head where we won't see the way me and my brother used to work when we used to rap or whatever. We hands-on. So if I call you, I like your work, but this is what I want. Like, From you got you. your free reign to do what you want to do, but this is how we see our vision. Now, what do you see when you hear this? You know what I'm saying? And then we mix it in because we co-directing because I I say stop, cut, hold on. No, dog, I don't like this. Like, (laughs) you know, another dog-ass video director from the city, though? Al Prophet. I love Al Prophet. Like, Al Prophet shot our first video. Really? That's right. If he know anybody from Angster for real, it came through being at our video shooting shit like that. I was at that. Yeah, you was there. You know what I'm saying? Anybody video he ever shot from Angster met him at our video shoot that 
that wasn't in Inkster at the, uh, that part of the video, we invited them somewhere in the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Al Prophet shot our first video. Al Prophet doing some dope things right now, man. Yeah, yeah, like he yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. And he out in Cali now or something? Yeah, he just yeah. uh what American is, Dope dot yeah, com, yep. I think. It's a I, it's some some merch and because it, 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 it's, it's a series yeah, on a Amazon series. Prime that's either coming or you know what I'm saying. But all this uh. All the work you done did, all them documentaries, yeah, that's, that's they, a war when so, the shit. And, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? So that's well some good written, shit. Man. You know, you know what? I, I, I'm going to say this. I've been reaching out to them. I've been reaching out to Tiffany Blade, Al Prophet, Moolah Films. Y'all need to quit playing <laughs> and put that Blade Icewood uh, biopic together, right. man. Yeah. I feel like Al Prophet on the right and Moolah on the directing and the family. Yeah, the family input. That'd be yeah. dope. That would be dope. That's a good team. Yeah, you got to get in there somewhere, man. You giving them the idea. You know what I'm saying? You got to get in there somewhere. So what's other video directors that y'all... Like, what is video directors that y'all think is trash? You know what I'm saying? Like, like or, or okay, I won't say a video. Yeah, not trash, but not like, could, 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 could use some work, some creative work. Yeah. I mean, there's so many now. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. Okay, you know? so since it's hard to say who could use some work, who are you watching as a, as being a video director yourself? Because you do good work. So when you see it, who are you watching, like, yo, that's a dope video. I mean, I learned a lot from Moolah Films. Yeah. You know, TNT. I yeah. learned a lot from him. Okay. He, he showed me how to edit and, and gave me a lot of pointers when I first started out. So Right. And, and see that? all the movies he's been doing. So I'd say Moolah Films for me, all the stuff he did with... Uh, with uh, the dope boys and all that. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Lace Visuals. Lace Visuals is pretty dope. He uh, he just did that last side of uh, video that went crazy on World Star. He do a lot of work, actually. You know what I'm saying? But he he got a, a lot of good visuals. You know, I like everybody from the city though. I ain't even go lie. Like that's actually how I get up on my Detroit rappers. I said that before. Yeah. Like I don't subscribe. I'm not subscribed to not one rapper's page because I don't want to hear that shit. But I'm subscribed to all the video directors' yep. pages. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So and I. I see the replay value in it. So I'm subscribed to it. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I always, every week, every other week or whatever, I go back through my history to see what 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 do I remember? What do I want to hear again? What would I listen to right. again? You know what I'm saying? So that's how I actually get up on all my rap in the city because the video directors. And I'm subscribed to all I got to do is see that they shot one video and I'm, I'm a subscriber. Right, right. And then I see how much they upload and stuff like yep. that. So that's how I get up on my Detroit. Uh, my music. boy Castle, he's, he's sick. Uh, Joey A. I've been watching him a lot too. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, uh, I, I'm subscribed to For Show Mag yeah, and yeah. Jerry PhD. I, I check out a lot of days. Yeah, Jerry so. PhD. Yeah, he, 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 he a young cat too though. Like, like, yeah, yeah a lot of these videos, yeah. a lot of these he cats in the city. He me video at like 17. You know, right. And that, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that was yeah. a good visual for that video too. Like, you know what I'm saying? A good visual for that song. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just, that could have that video could have went so many different ways, and it, it, that was a great one. Um, who else? CT Films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. CT Films. Stuff. Yeah, they got some shit. Any of y'all guys that we name, man, we'd love to have y'all on the show and just talk about y'all creative process because, like, the content world is visual right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, that's why I think a lot of if you a video director or you want to direct videos, man, get into storytelling with your video. Every video don't got to be a performance video. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Every video don't got to be a performance video. And if you don't know what I mean by performance video, you shouldn't be shooting videos. Uh, well, it's <laughs> not that you shouldn't be shooting them, but you just, just should look into the terms and take the crap seriously. Uh, okay, so when you say, when we saying, like, who was trash and shit, it's not even the fact that they trash. Like, they just following what they think other motherfuckers like because they seen it work for somebody, somebody else. Yeah. Motherfuckers scared to step outside the box. Like, if everybody's shooting videos like that, how do I even know who shot the video? You feel what I'm saying? Show me something different. You feel what I'm saying? Do some fly shit, like take a song that a motherfucker already shot and then say, no, dog, I want to shoot you another video to that song and we go do it like this. Motherfuckers don't do shit like that, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with that? Having two videos to one song. And then the one that the people like the most, that's what they go look at. And then that show motherfuckers like, see, when I heard that song, this is what I seen from you. Nothing was wrong with that other video, but just try this. All right, People's now, afraid to try shit. You right now, let me ask y'all, out of these two videos, California Love and Hate Me Now, what y'all think had the biggest impact? Uh, hate me now. I hate both of those songs. <laughs> you hate the song. I, I like the, the California Love video. I like the remix to California Love because the beat was sweet. I hate the first beat to California Love, 
and hate me now, I hate, I just, I hate it. A uh, fun know. fact that people might not also know that uh, Jada Pinkett was actually supposed to direct uh, California Love. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Jada Pinkett, uh, the powers that be stopped it. Why, <laughs> why, what happened? Her husband ain't want her directing no oh, Tupac yeah. video. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Stay like, away from that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Right. <laughs> I would actually say that. Uh, no, they was. I don't know if they was married, they was but they, they was kicking it. Though, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was kind of new them kicking it. So you know what I'm saying? Got some hating ass shit. I got that off that book. <laughs> that was in the book. Um, what book? I think Pac's mom's book. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that, so that that's real. You know what I'm saying? That's you know what I say? I would say that they both had uh, big impacts on the culture, completely different. I, I didn't like California Love video. You talk about when they was dressed up in the desert. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like, like that. The Mad Max, yeah, Mad Max, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, it was a, re- a recreation of Mad Max. I didn't I like that. that. I didn't I like it just because. I mean, even as an adult, like everything I liked as a child, I, I revisit as an adult to see if it's something I'm missing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm missing that. Shit. Was I missing something? Like why the fuck? Yeah, I was, was a this? fan of Mad Max, so, so I, I, okay. I liked it. You know yeah. what I mean? I was into it. It was something different at the time. Too. I felt like the behind the scenes when they was talking was shit way was way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, when they were talking about making but, their uh, own money. What hate me yeah. now, I think like that get the the iconic tag only because you knew that Nas was on the cross, but yeah. then they didn't even show that. I think they edited a re edited shit. And again, like you hear the backstory, like Puff like hit with dog too. with the yeah, with the bottle the and shit. So I think the backstories really got them videos now. Why I said make them say uh for me, that's my all time favorite, right? Because dog, that was them niggas was in the fucking staples center with a tank, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Make them say uh video. That video was sweet. I love the flash and lights. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? P mixing and mastery was so terrible. <laughs> I just realized I put on some Peter. I like this mixing and mastering. It's terrible. It worked for what but it, it worked. Yeah, yeah, I don't but, know how. And yeah. the beats was sweet, but they wasn't sweet. But they was sweet. Yeah, like, but I, nigga, they was in the staples in the tank. Hey, my nigga, we ain't got no limit slam. Yeah, but yeah, they was in the staples center on a with a tank. Shaq was in that bitch. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. But you know, like my favorite of all time is a children's story by Slick Rick. That's your favorite song. Yeah, that's storytelling at its best. And the video go with it, like yeah. like the video go exactly with the song. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my because back then you had to because at, you don't know what the next motherfucker go do, and everybody is going for a level of excellence. You know what I'm saying? A nigga don't know if he you, getting the second yeah, video yeah, back right, then. Right. You know what else yeah. had a big impact? Uh, banging on wax, them videos, yeah. doing some hardcore oh, bloods and crips. Yeah, doing some yeah, hardcore videos. Yeah, 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 doing some real. Uh, Oh, Easy E, real motherfucking G's. That, yeah. Yeah. See, that was L.A. You, at his finest. That, that, that record finest. ain't exist. What's up? They ain't put that in the movie. Q just made a diss record and Easy cried. <laughs> I don't know what y'all right. talking about. No, yeah. no, no, no. According that, history that, in that No, that movie. ain't, that ain't got, that ain't, them, them two don't got nothing to do with each other. <laughs> that, that, he was talking about dissing Dre on real motherfucking G's. Uh, yeah, because at death row, I heard y'all getting treated like boot camp. Got to follow the sergeant's directions or get, get your ass out with the Smith and Wesson. But see, but you know what, though? Back then, Videos, even disc records had videos, videos so it was yeah. dope because AJ Johnson played Easy E at the motherfucking uh, Bow Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Dre Day. Then Cowards and Compton that had a big impact. Southern, you don't, you don't even know what Cowards and Compton is, do you? Yo, 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 uh, Tim Dog, oh, okay, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Cowards and Compton, oh, that's, Luke. that's Luke, Tim Dog, oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Luke. Uncle Luke, yeah, yeah, they yeah, was yeah when, when they had I that nigga, that little ass nigga like Snoop, that was inspiration for Baby Boy. Yeah. Tell me it wasn't. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? See, you could draw inspiration even from a nigga dissing right. you. Yeah. You feel what I'm but saying? So, like, see, them videos, that's, if you listening and you uh, not of age or you don't know what we talk about, just look at some of them videos. Like, them, them videos still go today. Yeah. You know what so, I'm saying? Even with the Hit em Up video. Like, the Hit yeah. em Up, when they had yeah. niggas playing the characters and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't get that. People still dissing each other in videos, but now it's just, I'm pointing my... Rocket launcher at the camera. You point your rocket launcher at the camera. Right, right. Meanwhile, the cameraman like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> this ain't loaded, right? So, <laughs> what do y'all think more important when it comes to videos, the editing equipment or the actual camera? I'm gonna go with camera, yeah, because you could do editing. I mean, you're still just cutting and editing, no matter what the program. Yeah, just a different interface. Yeah, yeah. For another like, fun fact: Did you know the person who made up Adobe is actually from Ann Arbor? What? Who created the dope? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yo, son, wow. you was just a fucking fact magnet. That. And uh, 
his, his brother worked in Hollywood and, and won some awards and shit for, like, costume design. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So that's just another fact. And shit. That's what's up, man. <laughs> yeah. Because Michigan like be in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It, it, shit, it ain't no movies without no costume, especially if you're shooting a period piece or, like, a, a, a matter of fact, it was for Pirates of the Caribbean. He he got an award for the design, the costume design of Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't think of their name, though, man. That's dope. You feel what I'm saying? No, we're going to lose So that. y'all feel like camera, because whatnot, because the editing, you just working with different shit. Yeah, the edit, it's, it's, it's like opening Instagram from an Android and then opening Instagram from an iPhone. It's the same exact thing, just yeah. look a little different. Yeah. You know what so, what kind of camera you use? Uh, well, I'm just getting into the DSLR game. Um, I'm using a Canon T6 right now. Um, I started out shooting in standard definition. That's like good, high quality '90s TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I actually stepped away from the camera to do it with some other things and music and stuff. That nigga said standard definition. <laughs> yeah, it's a good standard definition '90s TV quality. But uh, I noticed with the DSLRs, like you don't get an instant great. Uh, picture you gotta learn how to focus your camera you gotta know about the aperture you gotta know about mm-hmm. uh you know lights yep f-stop all that you know and um also your lens too main the, thing yeah the lens that they give you initially you was not about to get no brilliant quality out of that you know you got now, really now you say that but do you think with the right editing equipment you can turn it into something better like no you can clean it up but you know it, it, but it's only gonna get to a certain yep what, kind, certain what kind of camera you got sweet same thing uh i got a canon t3i uh rebel and then a 7d canon yeah and uh I'm not, but i mean like with cameras they're, they're usually just bodies you yeah, know to yeah. for your lens okay. so it's like you have different functions you know yeah. what i mean but if your lens is Dirt, you know what I mean? It's gonna look average, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, with it, with it being such a retro type of air, would like the regular lens work better just because you can make it look like '90s TV, per se? Nah, because like <clears throat> blurry is blurry. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> right. So if it's blurry, that then um, also it depends on what kind of processor you got in your camera. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. The processor is really, really um, makes it look good because you. Now, with a Mark III, you can just turn on a Mark III and have stunning visuals. Like, you know what I'm saying? But with the the, uh, intermediate level DSLRs, those are like uh, the $600 uh, range. Um, you you gonna have to put some work in, some time, some studying in. Yeah, some, yeah, but you should have to like you you, you I, that's the type of shit I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me buy the 600 camera dollar camera make enough money where I don't have to spend my own money to yeah. get the next one because I know this next one is what I really need. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I'm all about, like, the process. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if a motherfucker just go grab the the, the dopest camera, take some shots, they look tight because it's the dopest camera, what the fuck have you learned, man? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, if you didn't learn about that shit, then that camera breaking, you can't afford that bitch no more. Mm-hmm. Or you could just get the one, practice, you feel what I'm saying? Take that practice to the pros. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, of course, it's going to be some motherfuckers who come out of high school and go to the league, per se, like right. a Jerry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, right, right. You you get one on your first one, you like, shit, this is what I do. Yeah, but yeah. everybody ain't going to be like that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody just see one motherfucker do it, I'm doing it too. Yeah. I could be the next. You don't know how long a nigga been putting in work. What the nigga Bila say? Yeah, you what? You never know who going to score until you pass him the rock. Yeah, you, know you feel what I'm saying? saying? My daughter fucking six years old, her... Favorite gift I ever got her was a fucking Fisher Price camera that can hold two thousand pictures. I got her that when she was three. She still used that bitch today. I'm just like <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to get her a real camera per se yeah. yet. But that was her favorite gift. Like she treat this shit the best. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so right. I'm like maybe she want to be like in photography or something because she take that shit everywhere she go. You know what I'm saying? And just all I got to do is keep the batteries in that bitch. You feel what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Now she jump out the gate at fourteen and shoot a video and that shit the truth, nigga. She been practicing since she was three. Right, you feel right. what I'm saying? Real uh-huh. spill. You feel what I'm saying? But my first videos were uh, shot with like a flip camera. You remember them little flip yeah, cameras? Yeah, I remember you used to walk I, around with that. Yeah, yeah. I did the uh, I Love Inkster video yeah, with that, yeah. and and that took off pretty good. You know what the fuck I'm about to ask you about? What's up with that documentary, dog? Oh, the uh, Ink Town Streets? Yeah. You know, there was a group of us. We started with it, and uh, it was going pretty smooth, and then everything just kind of... Who got the footage? Away. 
I still got the footage in the archives. Yeah. So what? We got an EP so, this shit. What? Yeah, me yeah. and bro got to come back out. Executive producer I mean, shit. How do we get this shit out there? That was right. some, you had we, some shit. We did. We pretty much had everybody on there. Too. Yeah, that that shit yeah. need to be. We gotta. We were on to something, and yeah, I still yeah, think we should do something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm saying basically, man. You could do like a "Where are they now?" type of shit and show the old interview. You know what I'm saying? Then cut yeah, it. You to, can talk off air about that. No, nah, man, I could talk on air so we can hold him accountable. So he can't be like, oh, I forget. Right. <laughs> but no, just something different because that was a lot of good footage, man. Yeah. Like, I remember you came through because we was in made in the 80s mode. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yep, then you working with my right. cousin, Lo. You know, Lo, that's my real family member. First you know? cousin. That's my yeah. first cousin. Lo Simmons? Yeah. My, that's my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's my real family member. Right? Yes. He took pictures of his daughter. Yeah, that, that, was, that was his daughter. That was my yeah, daughter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that was down at my house. Yo. Right, yeah. So. And Lowe do some good camera work, man. We might yeah. want to get together and really do some shit because Inkster just, as a whole, got so much history that need to be documented. I seen you over there with Nation in front of the Malcolm X house, you know what yep, I'm saying? Yep. What people don't know is me and bro was about to try to get that house. We was just go, you know what I'm saying? We was going to try to get that house, you know what I'm saying? But right. What's it, the Malcolm X house? Well, you know, Malcolm X used to live in Inkster on Word. Williams Street. Yeah, yeah, on Williams and... Um, Pine. Detroit Red. Yeah, yeah, and we we from William Street, so we are. He lived at one end of Williams okay. by the projects, and we live on. We come from the other end of Williams. How uh, come the government don't own that? We don't want them to. You know what I'm saying? Some pretty good people own it. You know what okay, I'm saying? Like yeah. they own it. They about to refurbish it and all of that. But it, it's just a historic thing. Like Malcolm X from Inkster. Like we could go all. Fucking director of NASA at one point was from Inkster. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like we could go on and on about. You heard things. what Arsenio Hall asked Big Sean? What you know about Inkster? You feel what I'm saying? He said, I, oh, I used that. to be there. I used to be in Inkster. That's Arsenio Hall. Like everybody, and everybody come know. Through. If you know Big Sean, you know Big Sean used to be in Inkster with Paige and Angel and them all day. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I wasn't expecting that when Arsenio asked Hell, him. I was like, did you just say Inktown? I'll hit rewind like yeah. he did. But, yeah, Swedes, we got to get that out there. We, you got some good footage, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could, And you're getting more and more creative. So there's a lot you could do with the shit now. You right, know what right, I'm saying? yeah. And the platforms to release it on, you know what I'm saying? That's like our expertise. We could discuss that. But, right. but th- that that's worth seeing because people don't believe the shit till they see it you know right, what I'm saying right. and a lot of talent come from Inkster you know what I'm saying just in general like we play a big part in the world you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. so but other than that so everybody give out y'all social so everybody can follow y'all get with y'all you know what I'm saying uh, well YouTube uh, Swig Sinatra or uh, Instagram Swigs uh, underscore Sinatra spell it out so they make sure they got the uh, correct spelling that's S-W-I-G-Z underscore Sinatra, S I N A T R A. And um, Do you on Twitter too? I ain't on Twitter. Yeah. So. What about you, VC? Uh, YouTube, VC Beats, uh, Instagram, VC Beats. And uh, I'll have a second page, which is my kind of like brand page. It's VC Beats LLC. Is that Beats with a Z or S? S. It's one word V as in violent, C as in content. VC Beats. And VC Beats LLC. All right. And then, of course, you know how we do it. <laughs> that tickled you up. TC. Uh, you can follow us on TCE Pod on the Twitter, on the Instagram. And then, if you want to be a part hold of on, the Hold on, hold on, fellas. Y'all don't want to give out y'all shit. Y'all, y'all on camera. So people know y'all in here. Y'all don't want to give out y'all Instagram and all that. Oh, yeah. Mine's uh, Rush Step to the mic. Step to the mic. Introduce yourself, Rush. We're going to get you on a future show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what up, though? This Rush Murder out of Inkster, the man behind the beats. And uh, my uh, Instagram is uh, Rush Murder, R-U-S-H-M-U-R-D-A underscore. And I got another one that's just Rush Murder with no underscore. And uh, Facebook, I'm Rush Mitchell. And uh, that's where you can contact me if you need beats or anything of that nature. What about you, family? Y'all want to give out your shit? This might help y'all get some followers, or y'all might help us get some followers. Shit, that's what it's about. OGN underscore AA. No, OGN <laughs> 4A141 on uh, Instagram. OGN AAP Jackson on Facebook. The real OGN on Twitter. And uh, I'm into music, film, a lot of other things, anything involving entertainment. 
uh, you know, you can follow us at TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's TCE Pod. If you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at pr at tcohh.org. Pr at tcohh.org. Like we always say, every connection start with an introduction. Get out there and get to meeting some people. Introduce yourself. You, you got something you want yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we have five minutes? I got, I got something that is <laughs> like, all right. Shit better be good. You yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Swigs, you know, I want to ask you too. Y'all, y'all welcome too. But uh Oh, thank you. On our own show, we're welcome. <laughs> I mean Okay. So I seen something on Instagram where a rapper was saying that the videographers are living better than the rappers. They charging the rappers fifteen it used to be fifteen hundred. Now it's like four thousand and six thousand for rap videos and thirty five hundred and they like eating better than the rappers off the rappers and the rappers ain't necessarily putting out the music to generate income. Like it might be a That's song that I'm fart. just putting out there <laughs> yeah. for somebody to 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 get to know who I am before yeah. you know before I start generating the income. But the rappers they riding around and I mean the videographers riding around in Benzes and Chargers and Hellcats. You, you, you and know stuff. you know what a nigga can do to avoid all of that. <laughs> Keep his eyes on his own pocket, dog. What I eat don't make you shit. You feel what I'm saying? Well, no. That he was what he was saying was. They, he felt like the videographers are exploiting the No, it's rap always rap. been like that. It's always been like that. Rap videos used to cost a million dollars. These videos, you got it bad, hot in here. These are million dollars. They got videos. a budget. No, well, this got a budget too. Such and such on Finkel and Mendota. My nigga, that ain't that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> the price of the brick is the price of the brick. Either you can afford it or you can't. I can't worry about how you getting it to me. Yeah. If I say a thousand dollars. I don't give a fuck what you do to get that thousand dollars. I cost a thousand dollars for a video. Yeah. If you don't want my quality and you don't, if you don't got the thousand dollars and I like the record, I work with you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But my price is my price. You, how do you know I'm even spending this money that you giving me to buy my bands? How uh, you know I didn't invest? Like so, like yeah. that's just niggas pocket watching. Keep your eyes on your own money. That's how I feel. Like you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like. You either want it or you don't. You coming to me because you saw what I do. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes niggas try to throw out the price and try to charge a nigga a sucker fee if he don't know you or some shit. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You got to recognize that. Like, hold yeah. on, my nigga. Like, you feel what I'm saying? If that, I, I can't afford that right now. That ain't saying you broke. I can't afford a $6,000 video. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But another way to, to stop that is if you feel like that, no matter who shoots your shit, put your shit on your own page. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It, put your shit on your own page. If you that confident in your ability, don't put your shit on their page. Put your shit on your own page. And if you was going to get 100,000 views, you was going to get 100,000 views. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nigga, quit pocket watching and work harder. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? It Be, is being it on is. both sides of the fence, like as a rapper and, and doing videos, I see both aspects. But, like, as a rapper... I've noticed that everybody else gets the money, like the your graphic design artist gets the yeah, money. Yeah. You know what I mean? The producer who made the beat gets the money. The video guy gets the money. Like they're all getting the money, and the the rapper's coming out of the bread. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like he he if he wants to uh, get noticed, he's got to come out with that. Right. Bread. And that's because you know what I'm saying? if you because you work in your own budget, like and then you got to think about this too, right? The rapper is only one motherfucker. I can shoot seven videos a day. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? If I charge $1,000, I just shot seven videos in one day. That's $7,000. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I can afford whatever kind of car I want to get in. You can only shoot one video, and then you got to hope it blow up. Yeah. that's We in, we in the same business, but we in different lanes in that business. Mm-hmm. We in entertainment, but you rap and I shoot videos. I'm getting paid off rip. You got to wait for yours. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, quit pocket watching, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Quit so, pocket watching. So, so what about this? All right. So I, I feel like I'm getting somewhere. But I don't know where I'm trying to get. <laughs> and we can end it after this. But all right. Thanks, thanks man. So, hey, so, this, yo, this <laughs> nigga, I like this violent content, nigga, yo. <laughs> so, so, like, what about um the showcases in Detroit? Yeah. I... Do not like the way they're orchestrated because it's like I come from a different era. I come from the era where if I'm a if I'm a journalist with a magazine and I see the hottest rapper, I'm gonna pick the hottest rapper to showcase their music because I believe in their talent. Yeah. If 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 I'm featuring somebody on my podcast, it's not because they paid me a hundred dollar fee, Playola, to come speak. You know what I'm saying on my show to come open up for this artist. I'm not about to 
let this whack rapper pay me $5,000 to open up for Lil Boosie when I could just put a rapper that I believe in open up for Lil Boosie. That's how they used I kind of, uh... Whoa, wait, hold uh, on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Now, what it's doing these days is the, the showcases are having events to where uh, the person who has the best crowd response wins the showcase and they get like a free music video or something like that. But the problem with that is if I'm garbage and I bring 20 of my niggas with me, I'm going to win versus this niggas who's dope who only brought two people. Now, with now that's the thing, my they nigga. You could be dope. Yeah, if you dope, <laughs> my nigga, you better rally moms, auntie, whoever the fuck ain't got nothing to do because that just show your support system. Like, if you, if a nigga is spitting up there better than you, but he don't got no support system, then the people around him don't believe him. And like, he, when you see these niggas who come with 40, 50 niggas, you see they moms, they aunties, they might have cleaned up their dad and brung him. Like, because those people want to see them, guess what? Win but something. that's just a good support system. You but know that's what, what it's it showcase. And that's, showcase. And that's showcase. not real because them people ain't about to go buy the, his but, album. You know but what I'm this saying? Is no, why ain't it real? Your support system. Is this what I'm saying, though? If you that dope and a nigga brung 40 motherfuckers, then make them motherfuck- 40 motherfuckers say something about you. You see right, what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, the real I'm victory, starting to listen, play the listen, game. Though, the real victory <laughs> is when you done, people no matter how many bring, people you brung, when somebody you don't know come up to you and say, that, that's, and, and, and that's, that's what's been ha- tight. That's what's been happening to me and my This nigga we'll, tight we'll about that somewhere. beat battle he lost. No, no, I ain't even talking about that. <laughs> just just open my showcases, yeah. I lose, and then I have random strangers come up. Hey, yo, shit that's was the dope. Victory, you bro. ain't had no trap beats. You had some boom bap shit, but your shit was sweet. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I, I've been seeing that for a lot of people that I'm associated and affiliated with. And the thing is, it's just kind of like the person who's, the contest is supposed to be about who's the be- who had the best performance and no, the best the music, contest, but it's really the, the, going no, towards the contest. who brought the best who the brought the most people with them, which is who put the most money in the promoter's pocket. And as a promoter, that's what I'm here for. I need to fill the <laughs> building. No, this is real. I need to fill the building. So I'm going to go out and get artists that I might like as well as I'm going to go out and get a few artists who I know have big fan bases. Right. I need to fill the building. It's up to you. I gave you the same 20 tickets that I gave Dog. Right. It's not my fault that you couldn't sell 20 and he could sell 80. That don't got nothing to do with right. me. I just need these 100 tickets gone. But you don't, don't you think that's like planned, like a, a that's business? That's a, a hustle. But you can't. That's no, like because an ulterior motive. motive. No, the, the motive don't is money for the promoter. The promoter is there to make <laughs> money. The promoter is not there strictly to make money. I paid for the club. I got to get my bag back. That's ain't that the word niggas using yeah, bag? Yeah, yeah. I got to get my money back. Yeah. So if I pay for the club, I need some. to pack this motherfucker club. I need to I need to double up on my bread. So I might like VC Beats as an artist. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you, okay, look, here you go. I want you on there too. But then I go to other showcases and I see Rush Murder got a hundred niggas in the crowd with him. Yeah. All he got to do is bring fifty of them niggas to my show. You know what I'm saying now. If he if his fifty niggas come and you couldn't sell your tickets, give them away or whatever, as the promoter, I still accomplish whatever because you're responsible for those twenty tickets now. Right, but what if like this person got thirty people? Let's say he did put in his work and he put in thirty, and this person brought fifty. With that you can't. Him, I, but he I whack, can't get mad. He, he whacker than him. He, we know what the judges whack. know, what the crowd know. Whack it. is. This shit is subjective. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we know no what whack is. Thing, no, though. we it's don't. No such we, thing as whack because like it's not shit. about rap. It's about can you sell. Can you sell? Exactly. If you can't sell, now that, move out see, the way. Now that's that's what you say. It's not about rap. Can you sell? It's, that's, entertainment that's where is based I, on that's, can you sell. That's where that's where I'm kind of I guess lost or don't understand because maybe I'm thinking it is about rap. No, 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 and not you, about you, politics. Talent, you know talent is is just part of the game, bro. Like just because you're talented, you don't deserve a shot over somebody who you feel is less talented because yeah. that person's talent could be the hustle. That person's talent could be yeah. the gift of gab. Like just because such and such is more lyrical than so or is more equipped for what you like. You feel what I'm saying? Like if I'm in power, if I'm the head of Def Jam, I'm going to look for what I like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully what I like can Numbers. sell. But I might have to get some bullshit to, <laughs> to, 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 to balance it out. It's just business. Like, I can't say a nigga. I could say a nigga's quality is whack and, or I won't listen to that. But, like, just as a whack rapper, I can't tell you you whack. Well, you know that, what I'm saying? What I, meant. I meant a person who didn't give a, a great or stellar performance. Like, you know... 
they they stage presence wasn't there. Their music you could barely. But if hear, it's based on crowd participation, them. and I I could get up there and sit down, and if it's based on crowd participation, I ain't got to do one thing. But when it's time and they put their hand over my head, I got the biggest crowd. If it's based on crowd participation, right. but looking at it from the promoter side, I don't give a fuck about who going up there. I give a fuck about packing this venue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to become that showcase where you do get the video. Do we do? Or what if that promoter using that money to pay for that? Whatever he giving yeah. you, you know what I'm saying. So if 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 the artists feel like that they doper than the next artist, just show up, bro. Just show up. I ain't never met nobody who thought they was the shit, and when they got there, they was the shit and by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you come and if if you don't bring one motherfucker and take the crowd, you the shit, bro. Right. But I've rarely <laughs> seen that happen. Yeah. I don't. I don't seen motherfuckers get their respect. They might yeah, not have won the respect, showcase, yeah. but you get off the stage and yeah, them, my man like, got 50 sweet. niggas with him and they like, yo, you need to work with my mans. That's yeah. the respect. Like, yeah. just because a motherfucker got more people there, they coming to win the contest. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so if you in a contest and you want to win the contest, you might have to buy the tickets. Bro, anytime we ever had to sell tickets, my people ain't got to buy shit for me. The tickets paid for is you coming. Right. You got to buy a shirt, though, nigga. You know, <laughs> you, 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 you know what I'm saying though. But I'm not gonna sell nothing to my people if I need them. You know what I'm saying? Now I need you to be there with a made in the '80s shirt on because it's the fucking uh, release party, or we going to Ipsy to do a show and we need right. to be deep. You ain't gotta worry about getting in because we about to walk through this bitch 50, 60 deep. But the impact is. Every one of them got on a made in the 80s shirt. The girls from their neighborhood got on our shirts. The niggas from their hood because they with us because you tried to sell them a ticket. I told them, you could come free. Oh, you need a shirt, though. And subconsciously, they not thinking like that. They thinking, oh, I'm going with my mans. All I got to do is put on a shirt. And when you pull up to the venue, we outside with a box of shirts selling them to you. You know what I'm saying? So the impact is we went in there 60 niggas deep. But some of these niggas from their hood, some of these bras from their hood, wherever hood we in, we got girls over there. So you just got to make your presence known when you do shit like that you know what i'm saying but we go end this on a note like we always end it and we go end it by saying i want for my brother what i want for myself